Welcome to Daily Devotion with Ken Gurley. Devotions designed to inspire you on your daily walk with God. Here's your host, Ken Gurley. It is God's will for you and me to live in abundance. Listen to what Jesus said. The thief comes not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. So I say again, God wants me and you to live in abundance. Hello, this is Ken Gurley, Daily Devotion. Thank you for being a part of this today. I want to go back to an Old Testament picture of God's desire for you to flourish and prosper. All this week, we are discussing when God thinks of you, how God feels about you, how God views you. I love this passage in Ezra 7, that when it came time to rebuild the house of God, the king of Persia wrote a letter authorizing Ezra to draw upon the king's resources, all of the building materials, all of the precious metals needed, all of the wheat, oil, and wine. And then here is that curious verse, the 22nd verse of Ezra 7. Give him up to 7,500 pounds of silver, 500 bushels of wheat, 550 gallons of wine, 550 gallons of olive oil. And then listen to this phrase, and an unlimited supply of salt. Now, since you and I are the temple of God and God is building in us his habitation where he dwells, here is the assurance that I find in Ezra 7 that the king is going to provide everything that we need. Oh, that blesses me. But notice what the king ordered here, an unlimited supply of salt. Salt, ordinary sodium chloride, table salt, is so simple and plentiful that we almost take it for granted. But salt is an essential element. Life without salt would be impossible since the human body requires it in order to function properly. The concentration of sodium ions in the blood is directly related to the regulation of safe body fluid levels. Study salt, and you study man's history. Ancient civilizations built in areas where salt could be found. Roman soldiers were sometimes paid their wages in salt, a a salarium from which we get our word salary. But salt has also played a vital part in worship. There are more than 30 references to salt in the Bible. Jesus called his disciples the salt of the earth. In the Old Testament, grain offerings were accompanied with salt. Burnt offerings also had salt. Even the holy incense was seasoned with salt. Covenants in both the Old and New Testament were sealed with salt. In fact, the word salvation is a derivative of the word salt. So no wonder when it came time to rebuild the temple, the king Artaxerxes made provision for salt. Now consider the beauty of this. In scripture, leaven or yeast is a type of sin. Why? Because leaven ferments. Leaven breaks down the composition of the item. 
That's why milk and honey were not allowed in Jehovah's sacrifices. They ferment. They break down. Not salt. Salt preserves. Salt is the opposite of leaven, just as grace is the opposite of sin. Colossians 4 says, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how to answer every man. What salt is in the physical realm, grace is in the spiritual realm. All this week, I've been talking about how God views us, what he thinks about us, how he cares for us. In a sense, God's middle name is grace. Remember what he said in Exodus 34, the Lord passed by before him, speaking of Moses, and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. When you find God, you find grace. In our text, the king is called the king of kings in Ezra. So when it came time to rebuild the temple, King Artaxerxes said, you're going to need as much gold as you can find. Here Here are a few tons of silver. Here, take the wheat and the wine and the oil in abundance and salt. You will need salt. How much will you need? I will grant you an unlimited supply. This king of kings gave salt without measure. And the true king of kings gives grace without measure. Abundantly, lavishly, he gives. There is a salt institute. It says that there are over 14,000 known uses for salt in today's world. Well, I would say that God's grace is manifold in operation. Salt is used to seed clouds to produce rain in desert areas. Grace is able to rain mercy on our dry lives. Salt is an antiseptic. The ancients salted newborn babies. Well, grace is an antiseptic as well. It is able to cleanse and save to the uttermost. Salt has been proven to kill certain species of reptiles. Grace will help you get the victory over the enemy. Salt preserves the precious, and it's grace that keeps us. In Scripture, when Abimelech raised the city of Shechem, he sowed it with salt. This would burn the roots of anything planted. Salt rendered the land infertile. Vegetation couldn't survive. Grace not only feeds us, it weeds us. It provides nutrition for the things of God, and it slays the things that should not be there. That's why Jesus said, have salt in yourselves and have peace with one another. There's nothing like grace. It's immeasurable. Simon Peter said, it's manifold. I need forgiveness. How much can I get? As much as you like. He will abundantly pardon. He can save to the uttermost. I need to be filled again with the presence of God. How much can I get? As much as you like. You take of the water of life that flows freely. You be filled again and again with the Spirit. I need healing. How much can I get, Pastor? Emotional healing, physical healing. There were 39 stripes on his back. I once read that there were 39 categories of diseases. One stripe for each category of disease. There is abundant pardon. How blessed can I be? as blessed as you want to be. 
Ask, and it shall be given thee. Seek, and you will find. It is the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Salt is like grace, and you get as much as you like. God's grace is so plentiful in supply. I read recently that in the state of Kansas alone, there's enough salt to provide the world's needs for 250,000 years. Well, in Jesus Christ, there's fullness of grace. There is no shortage on God's grace. We may budget our resources, but our Lord owns the cattle on a thousand hills. We carefully manage and are good stewards of what he's placed in our hands, but his hands are able to hold it all. We measure out the meal in our barrel, but he can keep giving it back. There is no shortage in God. It's as much as you like. Ephesians 4, 7 says, Unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Don't act like the grace of God is in short supply. Quit thinking that God can't forgive your sins. Step away from that self-condemnation and be free today. There was grace for your parents. There's grace for you. There's grace for your children. There is no shortage on God's grace. If God commands you and me to forgive 70 times 7 every day, how much more will he forgive? You can measure your growth, but you can't measure God's grace. I love these passages of Scripture, Romans 5.20, where sin abounds, grace doth much more abound. Or James 4.6, he gives more grace. So what is our problem? What is that chronic besetting sin that we face? Is it a sin of speech, lying, taking the name of God in vain, cursing, gossiping? Is it a sin of the flesh, lust, a craving, an addiction, a filthy habit? Is it a sin of the heart, jealousy, unforgiveness? Whatever sin is there where it abounds, grace can culminate over and above it all. God's grace. God's grace is so much, it's as much as you like. It's available to the tried. We have a hard time receiving. And grace is largely that. It's receiving. We tend to ration God. We think God is on some sort of grace economy kick. That as time passes, he can't do what his word says he will do. Let me help you here. You need to get the word of God inside of you. Let me throw out some promises indiscriminately from Scripture. Let me declare some things in faith, and maybe you can reach out and grasp this. Uh, What about 20th Psalm? May he grant you according to your heart's desire and fulfill all your purpose. John 15, if you abide in me, my words abide in you. You will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. 1 John 5. This is the confidence we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. The 37th Psalm, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Mark eleven twenty four. whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you've received it and it's yours. Abundance comes from the Greek word meaning, exceeding greatness, 
still more excellent, more and more exceeding excellence. Do you notice the redundancy in abundance? I want to be a sower of abundance in your life. Just as Elijah told the woman, that meal barrel is not going to run dry. Your bottle of oil will not run dry until the day rain comes back to this earth. You and I counsel with our fears for so long about that job situation, that family situation. It's time to step out in faith and experience the overflow of God as much as you like. Now, in the natural realm, we have to be careful of our salt intake. But in the spiritual realm, we can have as much grace as we like. How much do you want? Get as much as you like. I love Second Chronicles 13, the covenant of salt. Don't you know the Lord, the God of Israel, has given the kingship of Israel to David and his descendants forever by a covenant of salt? You and I are under a new covenant, a new testament, not of Moses, but of Christ. From Moses came the law, but from Jesus came grace and truth. And this is what I hear the Lord saying. You want to know how I feel about you? I want you to have as much grace as you like, as much abundance in your life as you like. Here on Daily Devotion, I hope that you open up your heart and receive the great grace of God and experience as much as you like. Thank you for sharing in daily devotion with Ken Gurley. We pray this ministry has been a source of encouragement and strength to you. Please be mindful that your financial support enables us to meet with you each day. To give a donation or connect with us, visit our website at kengurley.com. There you will also find the latest books, podcasts, and resources. The book on prayer is Pastor Gurley's latest book. You can get your copy of this life-changing book at kengurley.com. May God's favor rest on you in every way until we meet again.